This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and Attention Coach Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD and momentum. What is that issue? Uh, we're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show. Um, and write down the secret word of that show, and then just email me the, the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. When you have ADHD, putting in an eight-hour workday while maintaining maximum concentration can be a challenge. Here are some strategies to help. Make your physical environment less distracting. Use your laptop, smartphone, or alarm to track appointments and deadlines. Break up long tasks into shorter ones. Take breaks and walk around. Before you leave work, Take five minutes to organize your work area for the next day. To learn more about workplace issues, visit chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay, everybody. Um, this show tonight is um, it's, it's really just me kind of sharing my thoughts and experiences and working with people with ADHD around on a topic of momentum. Um, it's very common for people with ADHD um, to talk about, you know, how do I get my, you know, when I have momentum, it's going, I lost momentum. How do I get momentum going, coming back? And I really wanted to kind of talk about it, kind of what I see is going on um, so that people can begin to understand it. So you're in a better position to be able to get and sustain momentum. Um, if that makes any sense. So I really want to, to begin by saying when we say momentum, we, that's a feeling, okay? That's an that's a emotional observation. I have momentum. It feels good. I really like it. And so that's that's kind of what, where we're going to start. So I, momentum really is basically uh, the the quantity of motion uh, measured as production or mass or velocity of kind of moving forward. And I think that when people with ADHD are saying, listen, I'm, you know, I, I'm trying to get momentum. They're trying to really kind of move forward or to begin to move in a certain direction. So the question really is, is what is, what is that issue with regard to this? And this is just my experience for our, uh, our new listeners, I'm a big fan of Dr. Russell Barkley's mo model of executive functioning. Um, for our longtime listeners, you know that I've, I've just I've pretty much preached this for the most part. 
But ADHD is an executive functioning impairment, okay? It's an executive functioning impairment. And there are different types, parts of executive function. There's self-awareness, um, kind of the mind's mirror, right? There's emotional self-regulation, the, the mind's heart. Um, emotional self-regulation is the ability to shift from one emotion to another one. Another one is uh, the mind's break, that self-restraint. I look at if you have the self-awareness and you can emotionally down-regulate, then you might be able to restrain yourself. In other words, kind of self-regulate. The other executive functions, um, the first one is uh, visual imagery, the ability to see a picture in your mind, or maybe the future or something like that. Then there's verbal working memory that's talking to yourself inside your head to a goal. That's self-talk. And then there's playing with information in your mind. So collectively, when you are um, maybe kind of calculating a math problem or something in your head, you're loading it in, you're playing with that information in order to solve the equation, and then when you're done, you move on. So that, that collectively is really kind of working memory. One of the parts of working memory that I think is really important is what I call the booting up process. And to begin to understand that, um, I like to use like a, a computer as a metaphor. Um, computers are faster than they used to be, and it's a little bit easier for them to boot up, but Years ago, I had a Windows 7 computer, and I work out of my house. So I wake up in the morning. The first thing I do is I go push the power button on my computer, and I wait 30 seconds. I'd put in my password, and I would go make a cup of coffee because it would take five minutes for my computer to boot up. Um, so the operating system's up. Skype's up. It's all ready to go, right? So I'm booting up all the tools and stuff that I need to work. So imagine, if you will, I, and I use this analogy a lot, I start to write a letter to somebody. So I Microsoft Word, and I start to type. And I get a sentence and a half into it, and if you have ever been in Tampa, Florida, it's a nice sunny day, and for no reason, the electricity goes off and my, my screen goes blank. So I push the power button again. I wait 30 seconds. I put in my password, and then I go screw around for five minutes. I come back. I open up Microsoft Word because my computer's booted up again, and thank God it's got auto-recovery, and I reread the sentence and a half that I had written uh, to remember what I'm going to write next. And I start writing again, and I boom, electricity goes off again frustrating. So push the power button, wait 30 seconds, put in my password. Now I get distracted. I come back 10 minutes later. I open up Microsoft Word. There's three sentences, and I'm trying to get my head around it again. What I'm trying to illustrate with this example is this booting up is the loading of information in your mind in order to do work. Okay, The booting up and, and, and loading this in your mind to manipulate it is an executive function, and it's impaired for people with ADHD. Okay. Another analogy is you got construction guys, maybe they're building house, they show up, and the first thing they got to do is get all the tools out, set up saw horses, get extension cords all ready to go. That's, that's, the, that's the stuff that you've got to do in order to, to happen before you actually work. When it comes to ADHD, this booting up process on anything that requires a lot of thought is very, very effortful. It's not very exciting. I've talked to a lot of people about, hey, you know, I have – when I'm having a hard time getting in the flow. Once I'm in the flow, everything's really, really good, but I'm having a hard time getting there. Or they're saying I'm having a hard time transitioning from one thing to another. What I like to describe is this is the booting up process. This is the loading of information or the changing of context inside your head. It's very, very challenging. I've actually got an attention talk video where uh, I have like two computers, a Mac and a PC. And like, imagine going from one task to another. I, I boot up the PC, I do some work, then I boot it down, then I boot up the Mac, I do some work. 
and then I boot it down. Then I boot up the PC. I do some work. Then I boot it down. Then I, and if you, if you, that's what multitasking is, by the way. If it requires a lot of effortful thinking, is you're spending all your time booting up and booting down. So, what does that have to do with with ADHD momentum? I find a lot of times people with ADHD are struggling with momentum because the task that they're doing requires a lot of effortful loading of the information into their mind. A second ago, I talked about the computer as a metaphor. You know, when you turn it on, it's got to pull everything out of the hard drive and load it in what's called random access memory. And when you pull the electricity, it evaporates. And literally, you got to do it all over again. To understand how this plays out in the world is if you have ADHD, imagine that you're on a dining room table or something, and somebody comes in and, and talks to you like, oh, my God, the toilet's overflowed. Uh, oh, my God, if you get up, you go run to go deal with that issue. When you come back, you've got to start all over again because you've got to refamiliarize yourself with what's going on. So this is, this is what I'm talking about. Some of you can identify with this as somebody will walk in and maybe ask you a question while you're doing something and you bite their head off. Right. That's an emotional reaction because you feel threatened because if you stop what you're doing, you're going to have to start all over again. A lot of times people with ADHD are not aware of that, but they lash out at people that are doing this. Um, they don't mean to, but if, if you guys are following this analogy, you begin to understand is and I spent 20 minutes trying to get my head into this. I don't want to have to do that again for another 20 minutes because it's really, really effortful. And sometimes I just don't really don't have the energy for it. So. Let's use this and kind of go to a break. We got this concept of the booting up part of working memory as this big issue that really kind of stops everything. So we're going to go to break. Our secret word tonight is momentum. Again, our secret word is momentum. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by gigcoaching.com. And now back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here having a conversation about ADHD and momentum trying to get momentum and say, you know, what is that issue? Um, and this is the world according to ADHD coach Jeff Copper, what I've learned in studying Dr. Russell Barkley and coaching hundreds of people with regard to this issue and challenge is that this loading of information into your mind is exceptionally effortful. It's somewhat time consuming and that therein lies the challenge. So people with ADHD often are trying to manage their world based off of a schedule. I'm going to do this tomorrow at noon. Uh, I've got th – actually, I tell you what. Let's, let's begin to understand this a little bit differently in terms of self-observation. Let's say it's 1130 and you've got a lunch appointment at noon that you, that you have. And, hey, you've got 30 minutes. Um, 
if you got into a project that required a lot of booting up and you wanted to get some momentum, it might take you 15 minutes to get into it and five minutes of thinking and you look up at the clock and go, oh my God, it's 10 minutes to lunch. If I'm going to make lunch, I need to leave right now. If you actually got up and went to lunch, realize is that when you come back, you have to start from the very beginning again because it would evaporate. It's like your computer got unplugged. Now, the way it works is that does happen sometime, all right? But often what happens is you don't do anything, right? You maybe rearrange your paper clips, all right? And you go to lunch, and then later that day, you call yourself a procrastinator, which is an emotional reaction to yourself. Like, I didn't do anything, so I must be horrible. Well, no, it would have been a waste of your time because you would have just had to do the same thing again. Or what you do is you would actually spend the 15 minutes to boot up your mind, and you're and you get into it, and all of a sudden, alarms start going off left and right. And, of course, you're oblivious to all of that stuff because you're in the flow, and you don't want to stop what you're doing because you don't want to have to come back and start all over again. So you're oblivious to all this, and all of a sudden, you get whatever you're doing done. It's 12.20, and you show up at lunch at 12.30. People would say, oh, my God, I got a time management problem. I'd say, well, no, that's not a time management problem. That's a booting up. It's a working memory issue. You didn't understand it and didn't plan for it when you got into it you weren't going to stop because you would have been unproductive for you to do it over again so again i'm just sharing you how this kind of plays out but most people don't think of working memory as the issue with regard to momentum so one of the things that i do personally in my world is as a metaphor to begin to understand what do we do about this is hibernation like you can take your computer put it in sleep mode or hibernation mode and it comes back relatively quickly so in my world i'm probably i don't know 35 people a week everybody's story is completely different so what i do is every time i get done uh, with somebody by the way my hands are chicken scratches I, I can't understand what i wrote probably five minutes after i get done with the call i dictate a stream of consciousness when i'm looking at the notes they get transcribed and then a couple of minutes before a person calls in, I skim those notes. And there's enough information there that when I skim it, it brings familiarity back to our last conversation. And I can get on the phone and kind of more or less pick up where I left off. In the absence of those notes, I would have to retrieve knowledge from the past and put all that stuff together. That would be very effortful and very hard for me. So that's a way that I do in order to boot up. I've actually had people that are leaving work. Right, And what they do is they just sit there. They don't say what they're going to do is dictate into a dictaphone, maybe on their cell phone, like what's going on. And then the next day they play it back when they're on their way to work, kind of gets their mind ready for the day. Um, sometimes people with ADHD, if you're doing your taxes on the dining room table, right, you lay it all out. And when you come back to it, everything's kind of where it is. There's some familiarity to that a little bit. You still have a hard time booting into it because taxes are very effortful. But you'll notice if somebody comes over and you put them all into the closet because somebody's coming over, it's even harder to get started because you have to go through the, a more of a booting up process because you've got to reacquaint yourself with all this stuff and get the piles all out together. Again, you're getting your head back into this where it can happen. So the issue with momentum really is realizing it's the booting up process. And if you want to manage it, then you have to manage it. I don't coach on Fridays. Why? Because that's my boot up day. I'm doing presentations that day. I'm, I'm conceiving concepts or classes or radio shows or shooting videos. And I don't want to have to stop for anything because I will lose momentum. And 
It's very effortful to expand and also unproductive to create restarting. So I manage my world that way. I coach Monday through Thursday, but I use Fridays for those things where I need a lot of boot up time. One of the things that I find with a lot of people that are out there is they they don't manage their schedule for these types of tasks. They try to stuff these tasks in 30 minutes or 20 minutes or whenever they necessarily have time. And they are not conscious about, hey, there's something that's going on here. Um, I got to boot up. Uh, or they don't have a methodology. I've coached a lot of college students that have a hard time getting into it. And I'm like, well, you know, leave your leave your apartment, your dorm, go get some coffee, go somewhere, and then redo maybe what you did last time, some reading or some problems, and realize that's kind of a boot-up process. If you're going to work, you might reflect on your calendar and the tasks that you had done the day before. That can help bring it all back to you. The idea really here is you're trying to get back to kind of where you were so you could get that momentum back in a little bit quicker fashion. So tell you what, let's, let's go to break. Um, let you guys ponder this for a little bit. We'll come back and we'll continue our conversation. Remember, our secret word tonight is momentum. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're having a conversation about uh, momentum um, and its role with ADHD, etc., um, really been trying to tee this up to help everybody understand kind of what the root cause of the issue is um, so that you can really kind of better manage it. Um, so um, let's kind of continue. A lot of times people are struggling with momentum when it comes to anything that's really effortful, like writing papers, doing taxes, and especially things that are kind of creative. One of the things about creativity is you're trying to find um, – the aha, if you will. Um, that's where you all of a sudden you look at something and it really makes some sense or, or really things kind of come together. And when you get yourself in that creative mind space and ideas are really kind of coming to you and you get up and you walk away, um, if you have not gotten your aha or had that click, you'll realize you've got to come back and kind of start over again. And so when you're into that space, momentum is really, really important or to stick with it for a period of time. And as an aside, 
some of you out there are fans of the Pomodoro technique, which is a way of managing where you have this little time and you work for a period of time, and then you take a break. What I would like to acknowledge is that works really well for something called methodical thinking, which is a, it's another show and another conversation. But for insightful thinking or creativity, then that actually is very disruptive. So if you stop what you're doing in the middle of these activities, you'll find you come back and you've got to reboot, if you will. And often you, you don't get back to it because it's too difficult to kind of get into that stuff. So the Pomodoro technique is really good for some types of thinking, but there's situational variability between those two. And I just bring that to your attention. So the whole topic today is what is momentum? What's that issue? I say it's a working memory issue. And if you understand where we're coming from, when you sit down and you're, and you're going to do a big project or you've got something that's kind of going on, what you want to do is, is think, okay, what do I got going here? Ideally, you'd like to be able to get to a, like a stopping point. Like sometimes like I've got to get all my ideas together so the outline is done, boom. Then when I come back, that's done, so I start another phase. So you want to schedule it so that you're not stopping in the middle of one of those phases because you've got to reboot. Um, so you identify that. Other times, you need to say, listen, I need a block of time in order that, that to take place. Um, sometimes it's a matter of, having sitting down with somebody and talking about what you were trying to do or what you were doing last time to kind of accelerate your kind of getting your head into the flow a little bit. But you're, the idea here really is you're starting to recognize what's going on and you actually start to plan for the booting up process and you start to look at the task and realize that that's, that's the momentum to get it going. And if you are doing something and you've got to get to the point in time that you've got to stop, the idea is, okay, what am I going to do right now so that I can give this to my future self so that it's easier for me to boot up, whether you're uh, making notes to yourself, um, dictating, like not what you're doing, but a stream of consciousness of your thoughts. Because the idea is you kind of want to get your mind back to really where it was when you left. So you do something like that. Um, again, sometimes leaving visual clues um, to get back to that are important. Another thing that I find that's important is a lot of people when they're looking at projects, they don't recognize it's very, very effortful, and they tend to just really not make the time for it or acknowledge this is what's going on, or they take on too many things that requires too much boot up, and so there's just not enough time to get them all done. So sometimes it's really about take and look at what you got where the thinking is really, really effortful and try to minimize that to one or two um, so that you can – minimize if you got too many things going on you got too many boot like when i'm coaching people who got three and four businesses that are going on the issue with them is they're losing momentum on other because they're transitioning they're having a hard time getting them their head into the next thing each time and the problem isn't what they're doing is problem is is moving from task to task to task they got too many things that are kind of going on really kind of making that happen so there's an awareness that is helpful for you to have um with regard to this in terms of of, of managing it so I'm sure a lot of people have called wanting some very simple tip tricks or strategies with regard to this. The reason I addressed really kind of fundamentally what I believe is at issues is that you can kind of see that a little bit because anything with ADHD I find is all about problem solving. Um, your scenario um, is anytime you do something, there's, there's differences in it. Sometimes you might want to leave notes or dictate or hit stopping points depending on what task you got and what's going on, but the idea is to really kind of help you solve for the root cause of the problem. A lot of people really rely on emotions 
um, in order to manage uh, momentum. And I, I said this before, there's a huge relationship between ambiguity and clarity. Sometimes when you've got clarity, you'll feel that mo momentum. Um, it's a good feeling because you have clarity and you're kind of going forward. Often when you're working on something and you hit an area of ambiguity, you lose momentum because you don't really know what's going on. And one of the telltale signs there is to say, wait a second, what's ambiguous? I've got to go get some clarity uh, to get that mo momentum back. Really, that's more of a motivational feeling, but I'm sharing those two because sometimes they can get commingled because if you're moving forward with momentum and you feel motivated, that feeling is a good feeling, but there's kind of a working memory side of it, but there's this clarity side in terms of what you're doing. So the root cause is if focusing on that. So anyway, <clears throat> I'm hoping this kind of gives you clarity as to what this might be, how you might manage it. Um, for those that are interested, I'm an ADHD coach. You can learn about me at digcoaching.com. Um, our secret word tonight is momentum. Um, with that, we hope you've enjoyed the show. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.